AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to another edition of Feminist Around the World. And yes, I'm taking over your segment again, Samantha. Do it. I dare you. Yes. Oh, I, <laughs> I dare. I dare. Um, I do want to put a timestamp on this one. Let's because do it. it's changing a lot. Today is January 10th, uh, 2024. Happy belated birthday to my friend Marissa, if you're listening. Oh, um, happy belated birthday, Marissa. Yeah, yesterday, yesterday. Uh, so yeah, this one is a bit of a follow-up. I mentioned uh, recently, it's a bit of a follow-up on the, ep- the episode we did, my last takeover of this segment, on Nia DaCosta and the Marvels. So today... We are talking about the director of the next Star Wars movie that is going to focus on Daisy Ridley's character, Rey, and her Jedi Order. It's supposed to take place 15 years after The Rise of Skywalker. It's set to come out sometime in 2026. Um, But this director is Charmaine Obeyed Shinoy. She has said she loves heroes. She loves the lived-in aesthetic of the original trilogy and things like Andor. That's part of why she was hired. She is the first woman and Pakistani-American to direct a Star Wars movie. So, quickly, there's a reason this story came into my lap, and it it was kind of comical and infuriating. So, I was hanging out with a friend of mine (laughs) recently, and she was talking about how she works with this guy who is liberal in some ways, but very conservative in other ways, and she can't quite figure him out. And one of the examples she brought up was she said he was talking, he didn't understand her point she was making about, like, toxic fandom driving uh, women and people of color off of social media, like all of this, and he didn't know what she was talking about. And But, of course, he had a comeback, and it was, well, did you hear what this new director has said? Um, She has said that this new movie she's making is going to make men uncomfortable. And I was like, huh, that doesn't sound right. I feel like I would know about this if that was true. 
And sure enough, Samantha, <laughs> I have quite a story for you. Here but first, go. let us break down Charmina Bechinoy. Okay. Uh, she she is a Canadian-Pakistani activist, journalist, documentarian, and filmmaker, perhaps best known for her work around honor killings and acid attacks against girls and women in her home country. She was born in Karachi, Pakistan in 1978. And she later moved to the U.S., where she received a bachelor's in economics and government from Smith College, and then two master's degrees from Stanford University in communication and international policy studies. After she graduated, she moved to Canada with her husband, where she became a Canadian citizen. But in 2002, she returned to Pakistan to make documentaries. Her 2012 documentary, Saving Face, traced the harsh history of acid attacks against women in Pakistan, highlighting the stories of two survivors of these attacks and bringing to light how prevalent they were at the time. And as part of her work, she helped push for changes to address these attacks. Um, here's a quote from Screen Rant. Her works have been hugely influential, resulting in actual changes of the law pertaining to honor killings in Pakistan. In 2012, the government of Pakistan awarded Obeid Chinoy one of its highest civilian honors, and Time magazine recognized her as one of its top 100 most influential people in the world. In 2015... She debuted a documentary following the story of Pakistani musicians on their journey to perform at Lincoln Center in New York called Song of Lahore. And her 2016 documentary, A Girl in the River, The Price of Forgiveness, followed the story of a woman who survived an attempted honor killing. And in doing so, it shedded light on the history of this practice in that country. Um, all of these were acclaimed, and she did a bunch of other projects too. These are just a taste. Um, her other works have looked into issues such as child abuse, gun violence, police, women soldiers, education, the trans experience in Pakistan, and scarcity. And she has done children's series, uh, one including one that's sort of like our uh, female first, but in Pakistan, um, and an animated film called Sitara, Let Girls Dream. That sounds really, really interesting. She also directed the 2018 documentary Student Athlete alongside Trish Dalton that was on HBO. Um, she is, as of January 2024, the first and only woman director to win two Academy Awards by 37 years old and the first Pakistani winner and only one of 11 women to win an Oscar for a nonfiction film. She's won six Emmy Awards, both at the International Emmy Awards and News and Documentaries Awards. And that's really just a handful of what she's won. Um, so here's a, a quick run through. But again, this is not at all complete. She was the first non-U.S. American person to win a Livingston Award for Young Journalist. 2015, she became the first Pakistani person to make a full-length computer animated movie. She was the first artist named to co-chair the World Economic Forum in 2017. That same year, she was awarded the Knight International Journalism Award by the International Center for Journalists. She's also been involved in charities, no surprise. She was key in founding the Citizens Archive of Pakistan in 2007, which is an organization focused on preserving the culture and heritage of Pakistan. Though a bulk of her work has been in documentaries, this is not her first foray. Star Wars will not be her first foray into Hollywood by any means. In 2022, she directed two episodes of the Disney Plus show, Miss Marvel, uh, episode four, Seeing Red, and episode five, Time and Time Again. She was the first Pakistani director to work with Marvel, and this did give her really valuable experience working with uh, visual effects teams who reported enjoying working with her. 
Cinematographer Jules O'Laughlin told Screen Rant, The last thing was the director, Charmaine Obey-Chinoy, is, on paper, a pretty amazing person. She's a two-time Oscar-winning, seven-time Emmy-winning documentary director. Not only that, she's very much involved in a lot of social programs in Pakistan, highly regarded there. I did my research. I started delving into her. I was blown away. She sounded pretty amazing. Then I met her on a Zoom call, and we hit it off immediately. I just thought I had to work with this woman. She just sounds so amazing. The rest is history. I've worked with her, and I love her. She is amazing. She's everything the Google search said she is, but so much more. She's a really decent, wonderful human being, and I loved working with her every minute. Which, yes, if you haven't seen that show, Miss Marvel, the history is a big part of that show. <laughs> um, uh, and Charmaine Obechnoy had done an installation called Home 1947 in 2017, all about the 10 million Indian and Pakistani families displaced by the partition, which is something... That is part of the show. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Okay, so she's done a lot. Now she's directing a Star Wars movie with a female lead, Daisy Ridley, uh, with Ray, and... Yes, a quote was circulating that was going to, quote, make men uncomfortable. So let's break this down. This quote is at least eight years old mm-hmm. and was about her film Saving Face about the Wait, acid attacks. What? It wasn't, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even. No, it Who wasn't. Who was this dude? Because he's. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. And it was in part actually a joke. She kind of was like, oh, yeah, I like to make men uncomfortable. And the moderator was Jon Stewart. And she immediately said to him, but not you. <laughs> like, it was kind of a joke. And she was talking about the subject matter that she documented, which was very traumatic. And yeah, should probably make you uncomfortable. And I just would like to put a reminder here. If you're mad about this Star Wars thing, like maybe take a second and think about the documentary she's done. Like maybe think about that. Um, but okay, this was, it was eight years old quote, but everyone was saying, oh, she hates men. She hates Star Wars. There's like already a ton of articles and internet users that have piled on claiming she doesn't have any experience to be working on this movie. Um, I would like to point out, there's a couple things I would like to point out. One is, the script is written by a man. Um, I do think that that's important to keep in mind because I feel like a lot of the criticisms Ray has gotten as a character is that she's underdeveloped or superficial. She was written and directed by a man. Like, I, I think Daisy Ridley did a great job, but if I feel like, you know, maybe just keep that in the back of your head. Um, <laughs> I... I I also kind of feel like I get that critique, but I feel like she's an every person character and a lot of male heroes are that character and they don't get the same critique. And I don't think this, I don't know, this guy, I'm not saying he's going to do a bad job at all. I'm just saying like that's something to keep in mind. And I I want success. So I'm not like, I hope he fails and I can point at him. (laughs) No, I want like something, I want a good movie. And you can see our book and the chapter I did on Mary Sue's for more about this whole thing with Ray's character and a lot of the critiques she has already gotten, um, and a lot of them very sexist in nature. Um, Obey Chinoy even has a, a quote about the importance of having male champions in your life. But she did say this will be a women-centered and feminist movie. Um, she said, quote, it's about time we had a woman shape Star Wars, which got everybody really mad. And a lot of people, I feel like, were being... Um, disingenuous with their critique of this because they were like, well, women have, you know, what about Lee Brackett or whatever? And like, yeah, but this is the first woman directing a Star Wars movie. Like, ah, and if you type in her name in YouTube, all the first results were like, Star Wars hates men. Oh, go away. Star Wars is too woke. A Star Wars movie by a man-hating feminist? The new Star Wars director really hates men. Star Wars director has ties to Hillary Clinton. Without (laughs) respect, we reject. I'm (laughs) sorry. It is true, Samantha. That is very specific. It was very... Ties to Hillary Clinton. The thumbnail was very funny, I must say. I really <laughs> find it hilarious that feminist is now coincided with, oh, I don't know, stopping honor deaths? Like, <laughs> I mean, I guess, it, it, I mean, technically, yes. Yeah. But it's a bad thing? Yeah. Question mark? Trust me, I want to come back and do a whole episode on oh, this. I do goodness. not want to, because otherwise this episode is going to be way too long. But yes, I have a lot of thoughts about this. Wow. I personally don't think Adam Driver is helping. I can't tell if he's joking or not. But he's like, wokeness killed Han Solo. Because every apparently everybody comes up to him and is like, why did you kill Han Solo? And he says, wokeness kills Han Solo. Oh, yeah. That doesn't help um, when they misquote everything. So if they're taking yeah. a quote that was not even referenced to this movie, and then no. it's like, she said that men are going to be uncomfortable because of what she does for this movie, which is not mm-hmm. true, they're going to take that quote and run with it. Oh, they were so happy to run with it. Oh, my gosh. But it was really funny because when my friend said that, 
at the story I told at the top, I immediately looked it up, looked it up, and I was like, "That's what I thought. That's exactly what I thought." Um, so not only were you really wrong, but you're really like telling on yourself. Yes, and they they don't know. Either they don't know or willfully are misrepresenting it. Right. And today, just today, I saw a headline that they they are now they announced that the Mandalorian and Grogu are getting their own movie by Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni, and all of these same people are like. Good. Damage control. Maybe they'll never make this movie at all, which does happen. Uh, so it could be this movie never comes out. We'll see. Or they'll do the same thing where they ruin it. Yeah, that's true. Purpose. That's true. And we did talk about that with the Marvels about like with a huge company like this. Sometimes like the editing is out of the director's control. Sometimes like pieces of it are out of your control. And Star Wars notoriously, like, look at our episodes we did on the sequel trilogy with how literally every movie changed the story completely from the last one because of toxic fandom mm-hmm. and the company, like, caving into it. Yep. So you can have legitimate critiques on something. Lord knows I have very, I have some critiques on Star Wars and Marvel stuff. Um, but again, this movie hasn't even come out yet, so right. can we stop? Um, but... I hate that so much of these criticisms are tied up in sexism and racism and what have you, and women and people of color are punished more for a movie that isn't perfect, which of course it won't be. Again, especially if it's this huge company like Disney. Again, your beautiful darling film, Empire Strikes Back, which is my favorite, was largely financed outside the studio, so it wasn't subject to Disney but now it is. Um, and there's all of these people like, well, we can't make these people mad. We can't do this. We can't do this. We can't do this. Can't have nice things. <sighs> yeah. And I, I know I talked about this before, but I hate being in anywhere near the Venn diagram of, <laughs> of these people. So I feel like I have to be more outspoken about something that maybe I don't like that much either. <laughs> but I'm like, no, I'm not going to be on your side because you're gross. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong, but I'm definitely not taking sides with you. Exactly. And I I will defend things I don't like in Star Wars universe. Mm -hmm. I absolutely will. Because sometimes you just don't like something, but other people do. And that's okay. That's okay. Um, okay. Sometimes I like parts of it and not all of it. And that's okay. Like okay. That's what being a fan is. That you find the things you like and you let people like what they like. Um, Yes. So it's just like, I feel annoyed because, obviously for a lot of reasons, but I feel annoyed because... They're already angry about something that hasn't come out. They were always going to say the same thing. But now I feel like, I won't even say fans because I won't call them that, but like they'll say they have a legitimate critique as a disguise to hide that they're actually just being sexist or racist and they were never going to like it in the first place. They were never going to like it. And then they get angry when they get called out on it because they point to other people who maybe agree but not for the same terrible reasons. It's just them, like they're using you for their shit bullshit to justify how shit they are. Um, <laughs> like, that's why I hesitate. That's why I've been so protective of some things I don't even like that much because I'm like, I'm not going to let you be this bad, man. I will not stand for it. <laughs> the injustice. <laughs> it is. And look, can I recommend fan fiction to you? Yeah, if you don't like it. There's a whole world. There are books you can read. Tons of comics. There's so much out there. You're fine. You can have a headcanon. You keep it to yourself. But it's beautiful. I have one. It's it's great. (laughs) A bunch of people like me are able to do that instead of being hateful 
and driving people off social media. And I promise you, we have more reason to be angry than you do. So I'm tired yes. of it. <laughs> and Those go boys away. are so emotional. <sighs> and you know, it might actually be a good movie of this thing you say you're a fan of. So maybe just wait and see and just be open-minded down. about it. <laughs> just calm down. Uh, I, and like, I'm somebody who get I get emotional about fan things, but I also know when it's like, all right, I didn't like it. It wasn't for me. That's fine. Right. That's it. And you move on. You just don't That's put it, it in your collection of have to watch every day. Exactly. Moving on. See? See? All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go yeah, with you. Yes. And this has been like, I honestly, and I feel a little ashamed about this. I didn't know all of this stuff about Obey Chinoy. And this is amazing stuff. Like some of this yeah. I think we should put in our movies and our books. Like Absolutely. <sighs> Anyway, sorry, got a little emotional. Did, I like it. But get them. <laughs> I was so annoyed by this. Um, well, listeners, if you have any <laughs> thoughts about this, if you have any have suggestions, <laughs> clearly I do. I'm going to go back and talk about this more. Excited. Um, you can email us. Any suggestions for this segment? I didn't finish my sentence. Uh, you can email <laughs> us at stepmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram and TikTok at Stuff I Never Told You. We do have a book. You can get wherever you get your books. We have a cheap public store. You can get some stuff there. We need to add some more stuff to that store. We do. I think we we've do. thought about some ideas and we haven't done anything about it. Yes. There's so that's many things my, we got to do. That's on my New Year's list. So, all right. Well... Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christine, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I'll Never Told You is production by iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. <laughs> I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 